0: The show is about to start, start. places, the show is about to start, you have to show a look, have a look, or give a look, faces, beautiful, hey guys it's that time of time, episode 3, so, i missed you guys so much, but don't worry, mama's home, mama's home, mama is home! I've missed you guys so much, it's been crazy on the, my end, and I just want to say again, thank you for all the love and support that I've been shown over the past couple of weeks over this platform. It's incredible to how many people have reached out to me saying all these kind things. I literally thought that maybe two people would listen to this, and... The fact that we've already had 300 listeners plus is just insanity to me. So thank you to everyone so much. I, I just, I can't even put it to words how thankful I am. And I actually said this on my Instagram story also, that it's just so overwhelming. And that my, throughout, like, uh, <laughs> um, that my message is really translating to the people, to my children, you guys and i'm so beyond blessed and thankful that it is translating cuz this platform is not only for me but it's really for you guys if you're having a bad day i want you guys to listen to this if you're going through something hard please listen to this like if you're going through tough times this is what this is meant for this is meant for an escape for anyone who just needs you know a laugh needs someone to embarrass themselves on the internet and they have they just want to listen to it because they also they want to feel better about themselves i don't know what you listen to this for but um, I just want this show to just make you feel not only that you feel good about yourself, but you feel loved and you always feel like a person is there for you. That's who I am. I'm always going to be there for each and every one of you. I don't know each and every one of you. However, if you ever need a person, you can always come here. I'm love to talk to you just to, you know, get your mind off of something or I'm your person if you ever need. So with that being said, always tweet me at Emily Sam two ends. Um, on Twitter or follow my journey at it's.mtime on Instagram. And yeah, so that was Fashionista by Jimmy James. Yeah, Jimmy James, right? I, I can't, this was my favorite song for a good year and a half. Yeah, Jimmy James. And I just totally forgot, you know, what his name was. That's horrible. But that song actually, fun fact, was the song that got me in- interested in like the whole drag club kid scene. So we'll get into that another time, but if you ever hear that song on my show, that's when you know that it's going to be a fashion-related episode, being that I'm probably going to be discussing some of my favorite looks from maybe the past red carpet, Met Gala, fashion event, you know the drill, fashion week, I don't know if I'm actually going to use this though, but for red carpet events for sh- and the Met Gala for sure, I'm going to be using that song. So if you ever hear that, you know, listen to it, don't listen to it, I really don't care. So yeah. Yeah. So, we're, as I said, this is going to be a red carpet episode. And what red carpet was literally one week ago from today, it was the Oscars. And I have to say, this was probably one of the best carpets I've seen in a really long time. Like, there was not one dress that I absolutely hated. Like, I had to go really harsh and dig really deep to find dresses that I didn't like. And I only found, like, two or three of them. So, it was a really good one. Like, I love doing this. I did this on WDOT. That was the last episode I did at WDOT, and it's actually still up there on the website, so if you want to go to portradio.org and listen to it on my MTime tab, you can. It was on the Golden Globes, and I really do love that episode. I think that was actually my favorite, to be quite honest, so far that I've done on that platform, And on that one, you could tell, like, I, there were some dresses that I was just like, what are you doing? What are you wearing? But this one, there really was not one dress that I could be like, wow, I really didn't like that. Like, I really didn't like some of the dresses at the Golden Globes, but no, here I did, I really liked, I had, there was something about every single dress that I liked. And at the Golden Globes, there was stuff about dresses that I just 100% did not. So... Basically, that's that. And also, a disclaimer, so everyone walked down the carpet gorgeous. If you're living your fantasy, what do my opinions care? You know, so many people come up to me every day and it's like, what are you wearing? My best friend, every day. Kid you not, I could take a shot every single time that she said, what are you wearing? Or your outfit is interesting today. I get those on a minimum at least three times a day. I don't care. I know I'm living my fantasy. You know, you could still wear your Lululemon leggings, your Air Force Ones, or your Yeezys, or your Alexander McQueen tennis sneakers with your Aviator Nation sweatshirt and your Montclair jacket. Well, I just stay here in my funky jeans, cool top and that's vintage, and my Doc Martens, and I'll be perfectly content, you know? I don't really care. At least I'm dressing somewhat different, and you're just dressing more of the same uh huh, 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 huh. Uh, yeah. So, I really don't care what people think about my outfit cuz I know if I'm living for it. That's all that matters, you know. So, with that being said, my opinion in the grand scheme of things doesn't matter. As much as I said I had 300 listeners, I guarantee only 5 of you guys actually completed a whole entire episode, which I don't really care, you know. This is again one way just for me to get out my word you know you never know so my opinion in the grand scheme of things does not matter and if that person you know let's just say mogo robbie for example which you'll hear about because i did not like her outfit you know margot robbie she was living for her outfit so be it who am i to tell you that you did not look good because that's not what i'm saying here folks what i'm saying here is i may not have liked your outfit but everyone looked good and also, if you're living for your look and you feel this is the best, I feel amazing, I feel an optimum, you know, mood. I feel like a freaking queen, boss lady, boss man, boss l- man lady. I don't care. I really don't. I will back you up in whatever you want, in whatever outfit you need. You know, if you feel amazing in your sweatpants... So be it. Who am I to tell you you look like a hot mess? If you feel like you're at your optimum and you feel that you feel amazing in your sweatpants, I'll stand behind you and be like, yes, honey, work, because that's who I am. I don't care. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm just saying this because I feel like it. So if everyone's really feeling themselves on the carpet, that's as good as that. You know, simple as that. If they're fulfilling their fantasy, that's all that matters, and I will stick to it, and I will be like, okay, if you're fulfilling your fantasy, then who am I to judge, and I still will live for you. If you need someone to live for you, I'll do it for you, as long as you feel good about it yourself. So, that's my disclaimer. This is not meant to hurt anyone's feelings, not meant to start a war on any social media or anything. It's just something fun I like to do. Everyone likes to hear my opinions. So... That's basically that. But now getting to the real deal, the real tea, the jewelry. That rhymed. I really did not plan that. I promise you I did not plan that. So (coughs) jewelry was a big trend. Everyone on every single talk show, on any single blog, on any website, all they were really focused on was really the diamonds. And even though I am a very, 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 very distant relative to the diamonds are a girl's best friend lady uh i was pretty interested to hear that because really when i think of a red carpet i'm excited to see the handbags which honestly people a lot of people don't wear anymore which i'm kind of disappointed in uh i'm interested in the shoes and the dress the jewelry on tv when you watch it you're kind of just like it looks like a little circle of sparkle and maybe there's colors in that circle But you don't really see the big detail unless, like, the camera zooms into, like, the person's neck or ear or ring. But, you know, everyone was so excited. And after doing a ton of research for this episode, which, by the way, these are not easy to plan at all. That's why I get so nervous when putting them out because... You know, you have to research every little thing. If you get something wrong, like, let's just say I said that Regina King wore a Valentino dress when really she did this this Oscar, she did wear a, a Versace dress, like, I'm afraid that someone will come for me because I said the wrong designer. Obviously, afterwards, I'd put a disclaimer and say that, oh, I said the wrong person's designer, you know? But also, I want to be knowledgeable. I don't want to give you guys false information. You know, we're not about fake news over here. So, that's why it's so difficult because I check, honestly, for every single person that I I, uh, talk about on this show. I do my background information. I check on multiple websites because I want to make sure that I give out the correct information to you guys. I'm not about giving, I'm not about lying, I'm about being honest, and I'm going to give you the honesty, honey. So, yeah, the jewelry was a humongous trend, and after looking at it on My computer for hours and hours on end searching about every single person's jewelry designer. I had another appreciation for, or I had a bigger appreciation for all the jewelry that is debuted on the carpet. Because, I mean, the craftsmanship that goes into that, man, it is insane. And also, the amount of money that these pieces cost... Like, I bet for a thousandth, like, a literal, like, .00000000001 piece of that necklace or piece of jewelry costs at least my whole life. I'm not lying. So, if people who make that stuff, you have to have such a steady hand. Like, I have such shaky hands. Like, that's just not a job for me to do, ever. So... I have a newfound appreciation for jewelry, not only for myself, but for the carpet, because, you know, obviously they're debuting the like archives and the latest and greatest, biggest, heaviest thing that it costs at least a quarter of a million dollars or not a quarter of a million dollars. It's cheap. No, like two billion dollars. Yeah. So, that was basically basically the big trend that everyone was more excited to see this season, and now I understand why, because I did that much research. And yeah, so let's dive into the episode. Now, the way that I ordered it was I did from my favorites to my least favorites, but these aren't all my favorites, and these aren't my least favorites. These were really just, like, the favorites that, like, I could really find the easiest information to find, because they these do take a while. Like, each person took at least 30 minutes for me to do that's called dedication hashtag dedication everyone comment on my recent on it's dot m time hashtag dedication i will like it maybe i will give you a follow so there's that so i did that and then i also squeezed in a couple honorable mentions but i really didn't come out with that many people i did how many 12 different people no 12 no i did 10 different people and i felt like these 10 people that i picked were a good widespread range of fashion. Not all of them were the same and not all of them were different. A lot of them were just being themselves. And I loved, honestly, my favorite part was seeing the person in the dress because you could tell who was really happy about their style choice and who wasn't because you could tell by the expression on their face. And that was really everything. So for my first example or my first person that I did do research on was Regina King. And in the picture, you just see her smiling and waving and she knows she looks boss. I mean, this was my favorite, if not my favorite, my second favorite look of the evening. It was so different for her. A lot of people talked about how she always wears uh, a sweetheart neckline or strapless. And she did the one shoulder you know the one strap it really it really look, looks so beyond cool my one complaint with the one strap is that it kind of looks a little tacked on kind of thing it doesn't look like it was really made it wasn't fluid with the dress which is something that i was missing but really it just it's it is beyond So she wore a Versace dress with Stuart Weitzman shoes and Harry Winston jewelry and was styled by Wayman and Mika. And I felt that I wanted to include the stylist because I feel like the stylists really do more work than the designer because not only do they have to dress the person, but they have to make sure like if the person's not happy with the job, it all falls on them. If the media eats them apart for their outfit, that is on them. Because they are really the people that pick out the outfit. If the person's not living the fantasy, if the person doesn't feel 100% not only satisfied, but they don't feel like the boss lady or man or lady man or whoever, if they don't feel like at optimum confidence in that look, That falls on the stylist, and it's not the hairstylist, it's not the makeup stylist, it's the stylist themselves, because they are the ones that tell the makeup artists what makeup they should do, how the hair should be, and what the outfit should look like, the most important part. So, with that being said, you know, I feel like they deserve as much credit as the designer or anyone else. I feel that on a red carpet, not only should they say the designers and all that, but they should say I was styled by XYZ. And why am I saying that? Also because I want to be not only a creative content editor of Bergdorf Group like Jessica Minkoff, my idol, but I also, or not idol, yeah, I look up to her. Or, um, you know, I want to also be a famous stylist, like and see the reaction of the people when I dressed them. So with that being said, I felt that they deserved to be recognized. And for every single person that I could find the stylist for, I included it. So Wayman and Mika, good job. By the way, if I butcher anyone's names, please don't come for me. I'm so bad at pronouncing names. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. I don't see the shoes in the the, the the in the picture, I didn't find the shoes at all. I just knew that the shoes were Stuart Weitzman because I looked it up, and I don't love Stuart Weitzman's work. I've seen him on a ton of carpets, not only carpets, but also hold on, ice tea break. <sighs> not only on carpets, but I used to have a couple pairs of shoes by him, like when I was a kid, and he did like the kids lines, and. Even my mom agrees. His shoe quality is just not the same as it used to be. It used to be so much more. And I guarantee for these designers he uses the same the same techniques that he used 20, 30 years ago when the shoes were you know, when his shoes were better made. But once he went into department stores and did like lower line stuff, I feel that his higher end stuff like his higher end um pieces the quality it just was it's not the same and for that reason I don't really love because it's like if the old technique works that's my also my issue with high fashion now is that everyone is so it's like the designer business is so demanding now not only because of the people who want to buy designer stuff but the hype beasts and all that and social media I feel that it has gotten heightened about brands and stuff like that. People care are more brand conscious than they used to be, or I could just be more aware. I mean, what do I know? I'm, I don't even know. But it just, I feel that even with Louis Vuitton, and I love Louis Vuitton. I I love it so much. I love the brand. I love, I love Louis Vuitton. It's one of my favorite designing designer brands, ever. But the quality that you look at the bags from the 90s early 2000s even like 2010 and then you look at the and you you feel the quality of the bags now they're not the same they're both made very well but the old quality I feel is better because they were more worried about quality and not quantity and now that there's such a high demand for all of the luxury goods and all that because of social media and hype beasts and all that I mean what do I know I could just be more aware of it now but I feel the, the demand is more is more concentrated, it's needed, like, high more. Everyone wants the new thing. There was one bag that I knew on Louis Vuitton, it was new. And I saw it before it came out because I got, like, an email about, like, what's coming because I'm on the newsletter. Haha. <laughs> Everyone can sign up for that. So I don't know why I'm praising myself and feeling like I feel special. But it, um... It, like, I knew for a fact that that bag was going to sell out in seconds. And what did it do? It sold out in seconds. Why? Because I'm a genius. Yeah, we know. Stupid genius at Emma Chamberlain. So, getting back to Regina King, because that's the person who is the conversation of the episode so far. Um, yeah, so Stuart White's shoes. I didn't see them, so I don't know what they look like, but I'm not a fan of his work in general. So, I'm not even going to, you know, whatever, but I'm not going to count that in the final tally um but harry winston jewelry i mean i love harry winston i mean the jewelry that she wore was perfect it complimented the dress perfectly and i love harry winston not only because his like big stores in new york city and you know i love new york city but also because i'm a huge gossip girl fanatic i love gossip girl i wish i was blair waldorf high key i look up to her i hope like, i love her so much But for different reasons. I think she's a horrible... Like, she's not a good person. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, why am I getting into this? I love Blair Waldorf. She loves Harry Winston. I love Harry Winston. I've seen some of his work on the show. And I've seen the work on Regina King. And it is beyond gorgeous over here. Beyond gorgeous. So, so that's why I just... His work is great. And the jewelry wa- um, racked up to a whopping $500,000. That was just for her rings and bracelet. We don't, I don't know how much the dress is, but I guarantee it is probably more, if not the same, or honestly less than the jewelry. Uh, this is definitely included in my top three of the evening. She usually wears strapless, as I said before. And, or did I say that before? Was that like when I did a test run? I don't know. But Regina, I'm going to repeat what I said because I always do that. So, Regina King wore a kind of, it's like, not an asymmetrical, but I'm going to say asymmetrical necklined dress. Not only because it was higher on one side than the other, but one side had a strap and one side didn't. My only complaint with that is that the strap kind of looks like a halter. However, it kind of looks like it was tacked onto the dress. I would have liked a little bit more fluidity between the strap and the dress. But Beckers cannot be choosers. Um, But in the picture, like, she looks like a queen. Like, the look on her face just it's it's so great, and on her cocoa skin, that blush color looked ultra amazing. And I'm a glitzy, glammy person, and the beaded work on it. I also love the cape. I don't know what to call it, a cape or a train, but I love that. You know, it's so campy. I'm a huge fan of camp. I loved the Met Gala last year. We'll do an episode on that. Uh, I loved it. It was it was a great look. It was a great look not only does she look happy but I'm happy with it and for that I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 but the reason why I'm not giving it a 10 out of 10 is because I don't I the disconnect between the strap and the dress I just can't get over it it really really like I, all I could really stare at right now is where her strap connects to the dress it's not fluid and also I don't know if it's the way the light's hitting it or not but The way it's hitting it, it makes it look like it's literally two separate colors, like two separate shades. And I feel for these events particularly or whenever someone's getting a custom made whatever and you're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, that that is something that I will look at. Even if I buy a dress for $10, that's something I'm going to look at and see. Ooh, I got an email from Urban Outfitters. Do I need to buy something? No. But am I going to after the show? Probably. So getting back to the show. That just bothers me. It's just a big, a little disconnect. And the colors have to be perfect. I said this about Ansel Elgort's tux at the um, Golden Globes, that the shoes and the tux jacket has to match 110% perfect because especially with the way the fabric was for his tux, like if you don't use the same fabric for the shoes, you're doomed. So for that being said, I'm going to give it a 9.5, a 9 out of 10, just because that just little disconnect and the fact that the colors don't blend 110% between the dress and the strap, it's going to lose points for me. But next we have Cynthia Erivo, dressed or styled by Jason Bolden, which I love his work. I love his work. I love his work. She was probably my number one fave. She was my number one, period, 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 period. She should have in the presentation she should have, she should have gone before Regina King. And honestly, I made this presentation over a span of seven days because obviously because the. The um, presentation. I mean, I made this on Google Slides. That's what I'm reading off of, Loki. But we're not scripted over here. I literally just wrote down the designer name and the style person, and then I give my opinion, because that's who I am! But, um... I, you know, I look at it one day, and I think to myself where I write down a little bit, like, oh, I love it, it was perfect, but then I look at it another day, you know, you always have to look at some things two different days or a couple days in between, because that's how I feel about these shows. With these shows, I'll listen to it one day and be like, oh my god, I sound so bad, I did this, this, and that wrong, and it's so boring, and I have no idea why anyone's gonna listen to this at all, and then I'll listen to it another day, and I'll be like, oh, like, you were actually pretty good, but work on this one thing, you know? So I feel with that, that's the same way with, you know, opinions. They change over time and, shockingly, they change rapidly, in my case. So, there's that. But, getting back to Cynthia Erivo, she was styled by Jason Bolden in uh, an altelier Versace dress, same as Regina King. Jewelry by Maria Trash? Trash or Tash? I think it was Tash. I wrote Trash. I'm so sorry if that's wrong, which... It's- Should be wrong, I think. And shoes were also Stuart Weitzman. Stuart really had his foot all over, um, or had his mark on every single person's outfit because literally at least half of these people actually did have Stuart Weitzman shoes now thinking about it. And again, I'm not a huge fan of Stuart Weitzman's work, and I don't like what he put with this dress. I really don't. I'm not, I'm not going to count that towards the final tally just because I do have this bitterness towards him, which sounds horrible. But, I mean, it's the facts. I, I am disappointed in his work. I used to buy his shoes. My mom used to buy his shoes all the time. And his quality is just not up to the price range that he sells in. I don't think his shoes should be that much money. I, don't, I think they're definitely overpriced, and for that reason, that's why I'm not a huge fan. But come for me all you want. I doubt Stuart Weitzman's really going to come for me because, let's face it, I have no opinion. <laughs> um, but this dress, I mean, wow. She always looks stunning. You know, I wish I could rock the short hair like some of these people, but she's a beautiful woman in general, and the dress is just, its it knocked off everyone's socks. I mean it is gorgeous the satin um the satin ga- like it's so campy i can't the beaded work on it too is just immaculate i mean if you zoom into the picture of her if you google her right now you see all that beaded work and then in between the two um breasts there's a not netted but I know exactly what it is because I've honestly tried to use this material before. Just like it's like crystal, kind of like fishnet. It is, it is, it is a showstopper. I have no words to how amazing it is. And every detail is put into this outfit. And it is so faint. But again, the two tone one breast is blush, and the rest of the dress is more of an egg cream white but honestly it works the two-tone for this dress works because it bleeds into the two and the shape is 110 percent perfect of her for her and she did not do a necklace she did not do any bracelets she did earrings and she did rings and she did rings it looks like on every single finger and it works Usually when there's a big statement dress, I usually like to go light on the jewelry, but the earrings were perfect. I would not have done a droopy earring just because she wasn't wearing strapless. I feel that big diamond earrings should really be worn when, like, maybe she's wearing a thick, strapped, you know, dress, like, but two straps, you know, it's not, like, one shoulder like Cynthia's is or a strapless. I feel that big earrings are... They wouldn't look good with usually a one shoulder because all the attentions on that one shoulder, especially with the way that it cuts on her neck, low-key the stra- the shoulder. So I would not have done big earrings. And the fact that she just did small dangling hoops, it looked so good. And then the multiple ear, you know, the multiple rings, I wouldn't have picked it typically when you, you do a statement piece like this. But I love it. I'm living for the rings. I, I love it so much. I love it so much. Her nails actually are a cross between the North Star from Harry Tubman to... I think it was Van Gogh's Starry Night, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's gotta be right. Right? Okay. But uh, she did that on her nails. One for the North Star and one for Starry Night. And I thought that was beyond powerful only you would ca- catch on to it if you heard her say it but I thought that was beautiful she looks she was the best dressed in my opinion and I feel like she did not get enough attention than she deserved because I watched the carpet I mean granted it could have been her choice I don't want to be talked to on the carpet but I watched the carpet and she didn't come up I watched it on two channels because we would flip back and forth during commercials and she wasn't on, you know. And I would have loved to see her on the carpet. I feel she did not get enough recognition and clout for her um, look. I mean, again, I don't love the shoes. I would have done a sleeker, skinnier heel. But again, that could have been her preference to have a double platform or a more of a platform shoe because those are more comfortable. But overall, she just... she. I have no words. She just looks so amazing, and that's why she gets the 10 out of 10 for the evening. I lived for this look, but another person's look that I lived for was Julia Butters, and if you don't know who she is, she's the 10-year-old that pranced onto the runway and collaborated with one of my favorites, Christian Siriano, not only because I'm a Project Runway fan, super fan, but I love his work so much. He did Janelle Monae's, uh, camp Met Gala look, and that came out, amazing I loved it so much uh, but an interesting backstory with this dress is that Julia loved Christian she adored him like every other person in the world does because I love him so much Christian please recognize me <laughs> send me a dress <laughs> Christian I need you <laughs> um and she drew a sketch and sent it to him you know she had her stylist collab and usually Christian doesn't do kids apparently. But he found something so special in Julia, and he, so she sent him a sketch, and then he sent her, like, more of a finer one, kind of, like, more of a, a detailed-oriented, you know, very detailed sketch. He kind of just did, like, a little stick figure, which was adorable. Oh, my God, it was so cute. But he sent her, like, a real detailed Christian Siriano's sketch, and she was like, yes, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. And to quote Chris- Christian, um, he said, he wrote to Vogue that we don't always dress girls that young, but Julia is so special and so amazing and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that he had to. And Christian said that to Vogue, so that's a reliable source. Uh, it's refreshing to see a young girl dress her own age on the carpet in this pink gown. I think that it is so cute, not only because... It's age-appropriate, but it's also what every other 10-year-old girl would want to wear. I mean, honestly, I would have worn it maybe a little bit more instead of doing that Princess Peach, you know, bottom of the dress. I would have done pants. She actually drew for this to be a uh a, a jumpsuit. Like, she, she drew it to be like that, and then Christian did a dress, which, honestly, I'm happy with because Millie Bobby Brown, she stepped it up. I love her so much. She's about my age, I'm pretty sure. And... She steps it up as usual, but I i never felt that she dressed 100% her age. And I feel, not that she dressed inappropriately, because she always dressed appropriately, but she dressed older. Like, she could have had more fun, I feel, when she was younger on the carpet. And Julia is ta- seizing the moment. She really is, with her bubblegum pink gown, with the puffy sleeves, you know, the ruffled sleeves, and then the all diamond-encrusted... Uh, handbag and the collar top it really it really was nice to see someone you know that young dress exactly how every other 10-year-old little girl or not exactly like every single 10-year-old girl but like most 10-year-old girls would picture if someone drew, asked me when i was younger hey let's go to you go to the, i'm inviting you to go to the oscars and you have to send christian siriano a sketch i guarantee that i would have looked exactly like her I'm not even joking you. Every, you know, not every, I should stop saying that, but, you know, you, you're catching my drift, is that this is something that, you know, she, so, she saw the moment, and she thought, what is my dream dress going to look like? And that's what this is. And it really is refreshing to see someone like that in pink bubblegum tulle with a sparkly see- sleeve. And, oh, by the way, her purse was designed by Marzook. I've never heard of that brand, but really good job because I really want that purse. Please send it to me. Uh, I do have some complaints with it, being that I praised it so much. And the reason why I had to find something bad at the F is because, again, I have to, that's my job. When you guys are asking me for my honest opinion, I'm going to look at, I'm going to dissect every single look. And I'm, you know, I'm a judge. I want to be a judge on Project Runway. I want to be a judge on Drag Race. That's one of my dreams, is to become a big influencer, so I don't even know what to call myself, just basically take over the fashion world, and become a judge on Drag Race and or Project Runway, but I want to be like one of those like standing judges that's in every single week for that whole entire season. And, you know, that's my dream. So, with that being said, I'm proving myself now, so hopefully RuPaul or Princess Seriano or Carly Kloss or Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn which I actually met Tim Gunn, so, mm, uh, can find me and be like, you know what, she knows what she's talking about, why don't we offer her a spot? Because, yes, I do know what I'm talking about, thank you very, very much. Uh, <laughs> so the reason why I would not give it a perfect 10, it's a 9 out of 10, actually, is because I would have loved to see, instead of the overlay train, I would have liked to see the train in the back. There's a train in the front, which I personally don't understand, because, like, wouldn't you trip? No offense. And also, coming from a 17-year-old and not a 10-year-old, as I said before, I would have loved to see pa- that in pants. I could see that whole look in pants. But then, now thinking about it, she could go borderline on cowgirl-ish just because the neckline is a button-up. And the necklace or jewelry, which I could not find the jewelry designer. I don't know if it was Christian Siriano or Marzouk. But... It kind of looks like kind of like a chap. I don't know if it's called. Ch- it's not a chap, but when you watch like any cowboy movie or whatever, instead of a tie, they have like that thing that they pull in front of their collar shirt, and it's kind of it kind of looks like a tie, but it's definitely 100 not. That's like the jewelry that she picked. But again, if you didn't pick that jewelry, I would have not picked. You know, I would not see that. But if she did pants, it would borderline on cowboy-ish. So I guess Christian Siriano knew what he was doing. Shocker, because, you know, it's not like he's a genius. Uh, I bet when I was 10 years old, though, again, I would want to wear this. I would want to wear this dress if I was, you know, 10, 11, 9, 8. Now, even, I would want to wear this. If Christian Siriano was like, hey, here's this dress, wear it. I would not throw a fuss. I would do that 110%. And for that reason, I give it... Honestly, it should be a 10 out of 10, but I'm going to give it a 9 just because... I'm going to give it a 10. You know, she deserves it. She's young. She's living the life. She designed it. I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to give it a 10. Tens, tens, tens across the board. And then our next celebrity is Florence Pugh. And I had to include her. I had to include her. I had to include her. I bet that there were other garments that looked better than hers because I feel like we have seen this before but I love her I love her I love her I love her she played Amy in Little Woman and I saw Little Woman twice cried both times and I felt Amy you know I felt that sounds so wrong I see a part of myself in Amy my sister was like you guys are twins if you were born in the 1700s you would be exactly like Amy and I hate to say it, but it's true. She was annoying, but it's 100% factual. I'm the most annoying person on the planet, as you guys could hear. So she was styled by Rebecca Corbin Murray in a Louis Vuitton runway dress by the creative director of Louis Vuitton, Nicholas Giesch- Skyer. I'm getting better. Nicholas Skyer was one of my first favorite designers that I ever, not only researched for fun, because I am a hashtag loser and has no life that, and loves to just research everything about fashion, but I loved him so much. His cruise wear 2017 was, rocked my world, literally. I loved that show. That show was so good. It was on, like, a remote island in, like, Italy or France. I don't know where it was located, but it was it was such a cool show. That also I think was the start of the Petite Valley. And I love that bag. I want that bag. My friend's mom has that bag and everything and she's like my best friend since I was 6 and every time we just go into her mom's closet and dress up in anything and everything and I always pick the Petite Valley as my bag of choice. Um But, yeah, I love him so much. I've Googled, researched so much about him. I love his work so much. He's a genius and a half. Uh, Also, I envy Emma Chamberlain. I love Emma Chamberlain. I feel like I am Emma Chamberlain, low-key. I feel like her spirit. I feel... I get her vibe, and I feel that I relate, to say the least. And... I don't understand why she gets to be flown to France and get styled by him and get custom-made bags and be an, quote-unquote, ambassador for Louis Vuitton, yet I guarantee that she knows nothing about the history of Louis Vuitton. I go—I have went to Louis Vuitton museums. Yes, I went to the Vou—Voulet—the Vou—Voulet Voyage show and beyond amazing work, by the way, mm. I also love to research the history of Louis Vuitton because I love Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. You could ask my friends. I love Louis Vuitton. So, yeah, Nicholas Greeshire or anyone or Louis Vuitton's PR people, please send me to one of your shows. It's my dream. I want to be an ambassador for Louis Vuitton. And not only for the free clothes, but I love your brand and everything that you stand for. I don't really know what else you stand for except for high fashion, which is me, haha, <laughs> yay. So, to be honest, yes. Yes, 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 yes. She wore a 100% Louis Vuitton outfit head to toe, including the diamonds, which, Julie, which Louis Vuitton started doing. More jewelry, I think, in 2015 or 16. No, not 15. For sure not 15. I think 16 or 17 they started to do jewelry as they did a uh, UNICEF collaboration, which is still being sold, and I love that. My friend actually has a bracelet from the UNICEF collection. It's so beautiful. Sorry, I was drinking my tea because, you know, the tea is piping over here. And I... Love, I love their jewelry. I walk by the jewelry every single time when I go into the store and I feel like, wow, I really, 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 really speak broke because I can't relate. But I love looking at the jewelry. Their jewelry ateliers, designers are very crafted, very skilled, and I enjoy looking at the jewelry. I think that they do a great job in that department, shockingly, because no one else would call it. Like, I, I don't know if they did jewelry before 2017, but that was the first time I really started seeing the jewelry come up. So, for that reason being, that's why I think that it started then. But I could be very well wrong. But she wore a beautiful, 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 beautiful angel. Sorry. I love that song by Bazzi. Uh, I'm obsessed with the pink imperial topaz stone dangling from her diamond necklace and in the center of her ring. The pink accents the turquoise green. I think it's turquoise dressed so well. It really does accent it. Usually when you think of pink and green, you think of watermelons and I really don't see that here. They accent so well. I'd say it's more of a turquoise blue than turquoise green. But it looks so good. I mean, she looks so good. The lip color brings out the stone. And it looks so beyond good. Like, so beyond good. So beyond good. I love the dress. The ruffles are great. It fits her like a glove. The only complaint that I do have is that the ruffles. Like, the way that the skirt looks in this particular photo. It kind of, like, goes over. You know, it kind of, like. I don't know. I don't want to say like humps over, but like, I guess it's a high low, but it just kind of, I can't, I can't even come up with a complaint. I really can't even come up with a Like, I'm trying to explain it, but I really can't because now looking at it, I really don't see what my complaint note was. I live this dr- love this dress. She looks great. The color, I would have chosen this color for her 110%. I think that on pale people, you should definitely do bolder colors. That's why pale people look amazing. I mean, pale people look, you know, I'm pale. You know, there are some colors I cannot wear. Like, white flushes me out. I have to wear, like, an off-white of some sort. I mean, I do love off-white by Virgil Abolo, who is also the one of the uh, designers for Louis Vuitton. He did Louis Vuitton last year, uh, um, and I think he still does a little bit of Louis Vuitton, but I think that brighter colors look good on pale t- skin tones and more light c- pastel colors and like light c- lighter colors look better on darker skin tones just because that you know they'll both of them they bring out different elements of the fabric like Florence is pale like your girl and I just, I love this color on her. This color, I wouldn't have picked a better color myself. It is immaculate. I've started using that word now because I love those um, TikToks. That's like, it's like, um, the flavor is so immaculate. Like, those ones, I'm trying to remember. Like, the flavor. Like, oh my god, where's the flavor? I, I You know what I'm talking about. You're a real TikTok stan if you know what I'm talking about. So, for that reason for that reason, for that TikTok reason. No. But I love this dress. The belt is adorable. I think that the belt really cinches up her waist and that's exactly what this dress would be missing. If I can't picture it without the belt to be quite honest. If she wasn't wearing the belt, that would be my one element of feeling like something's missing, but I can't say what it is. Yeah. But going back to the lip color, I just, the lip color, I'm usually not, I'm I'm not a makeup fanatic, okay? I could do an eyeshadow really well on myself with natural colors, like emphasis on the natural colors, but I'm no makeup fanatic. I don't know anything about makeup. I really just pick up whatever from Sephora that someone recommends me and then I'll try it on myself. So for that reason being, but... I love the lip gloss color. Actually, I'm a really big fanatic on lip gloss and lip balms and all that. I'm really, really educated in that because I love lip gloss and lip balm. But that's for a different time. And the color that they chose for the lip really does bring out the stone. It is, like, almost 100% perfect, if not perfect, uh, for the toes that they chose. It, she looks so good. I would have done an updo also. I would have had her styled as... Uh, I don't know, oh yeah, she was styled by Rebecca Corbin Murray, I don't know if I said that before, and yeah, this episode is all over the place, but I'm gonna give her a, also a 10 out of 10, this was a great look, I love it so much, and yeah, this is now where we're gonna start to decline, okay people, we have Gal Gadot, who, by the way, is from Israel, I love Israel so much, it is one of my favorite places in the whole world, so yes, honey, work, she plays Wonder Woman, if you didn't know that, because I didn't know that until I Googled who she is. I'm because un- I am uneducated. But she was styled by Elizabeth Stewart in a Givenchy dress, Stewart Weitzman shoes, again, and Tiffany & Co. jewelry. I will say, this i I'm being, like, 100% honest. I'm not even being nitpicky. This outfit did not need a necklace. Like, I'm kind of annoyed that she's wearing a necklace, I think that for this outlook, I would have done big earrings more, more. I would have gone towards that direction because she's wearing a turtleneck. I mean, granted, some turtlenecks are so boring that, like, you know, you put that chunky necklace on top of it, it looks and it works. But for this, she's wearing like a lace turtleneck that goes into a pink skirt of a dress. And the turtleneck is, like, half see-through, half, like, not. Like, she... It looks like she's wearing, like, pasties on her booby area. Yeah, I'm honestly going to rate this even lower. Because now that I'm looking at it more zoomed in, it's really not my taste. I love the concept. I love the concept. But it's really just... I would have covered... I would have done more of, like... A sweetheart. Granted, it does get darker as she gets towards, obviously, her boobs. And then, like, to the mid-bodice, it gets, like, a little bit darker on the lace part. But I would have done it more, more, like, I would have made the breast and the lower mid, I mean, then the higher midsection the same tone of lace and then kept the top like that. And it didn't need a necklace. Like I don't know what Elizabeth Stewart was thinking, but I bet she's more educated than I am in the fashion department, but I mean, really, like it was it's so distracting now that I picked it up. I can't stop looking at the necklace. And that's not really what this is a this outfit's about. It has such a dramatic skirt that looks like it was Cotton candy that was like wet. Like, you know how when you get cotton candy, you know, it's in that perfect, like kind of oval, and then you pick pieces off of it and it starts getting like edges and all that and ripped apart. That's what the skirt looks like. But I'm gonna, you know, the skirt could have gotten a pass to be quite honest because I love the color combination. The colors look great on her, but the pink looks great on her. I wouldn't have done black for her either. And the necklace is just so freaking distracting. I'm also not a huge Tiffany's fan. I mean, I like Tiffany's for the carpet. And if someone got me a present from Tiffany's, I wouldn't refuse. But I'm not a huge fan because I feel that, again, they are more concerned about the money than the actual craft. And that's the problem that I have is that, you know, I love jewelry designers like David Yerman because I feel that he gives you more bang for your buck because he does the amazing 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 detailing with his signature rope uh rope kind of detail and he also like you know you can go step into David Durman and you could spend over under not over you could spend under $1000 under $500 which is really really amazing if you're looking for like a name brand piece of jewelry you know you get and it's very hard to get a good priced name big name brand piece of jewelry for under you know under $500 without it being just sterling silver and that's so sad because that really is what Tiffany's is you step into Tiffany's you can't get anything for under at least under $500 without a hint of gold like literally it's so it's that's How insane it is. You can't step in there without. And honestly, I think the prices have rose at Tiffany's. Like, they're slowly increasing because I remember when I went there, when I got my Bot Mitzvah jewelry, you know, people gave me a bunch of gifts and sadly I returned them because, no offense, I didn't really like it. Sorry. Uh, I actually didn't get a lot of jewelry. I just returned one piece, I'm pretty sure. That's, yeah. So, with that being said, I remember going there and I would like say, oh, I like this. It had like a tiny diamond. They're like, it's not in your budget. And I'm like, huh? And they're like, Yeah, you'd spend at least a hundred uh one, not a hundred. At least one thousand five hundred to get diamonds in your jewelry. And I'm like, What is this? Like what what what? What? You know? But with David Yerman, I find that he you could step in there, you get a amazing, even better quality piece of jewelry than Tiffany's. And, you know, you get I have a ring from David Yurman, which I worked really hard to get. I babysit a lot, and my friends and I wanted to get rings, and we got a cute ring. It's one that has like, it's like cross, so it's like one of the crossover ones, and it has a little gold on, like as an X. And that ring was under five hundred dollars, and has real gold in it. And excuse me, I had to burp, but I don't think I let it out. Oopsies. Um. And, you know, we got it for a pretty good price, obviously, because we got it from the David German store in the Americana, but I, um, but, you know, we went into Tiffany's also to see, like, what they had. We couldn't get anything that was remotely, you know, we like heavy jewelry, not heavy, but, like, we like, you know, not very dainty, not jewelry that's gonna feel like it's gonna break in two seconds, and... You know, Tiffany's, I just did not... I did not... I didn't feel the quality, really, as much as I did with David Yurman, And I felt that, also, I was getting more bang for my buck. I got a piece of gold in my ring. What did Tiffany's offer me? Sterling silver. that was going to turn black in two days. Why? I know people, and I actually have a bracelet from Tiffany's that had... That... You know, I'm not even going to go into this. You know, where I'm going to write this right down. I'm going to write down luxury brands that are ripping you off. And crazy, I do understand just to, like, end this conversation, I do understand why people love Tiffany's. You know, the movie, it's very classic. You know, it's very conservative jewelry. Also, David Durman is a little bit more, um, more modern, I guess. But, I'm writing it down. Okay, there. Uh, but, you know, it's, you know, classic. It has to do with the movie and all that. I understand why people love it, but It's on my days. Again, I like different, and I feel that Tiffany doesn't give me different. I can't walk in there and see something that I have not ever seen before. I feel I've seen everything there. So that's that. But, you know, if you like Tiffany's, go you. I wish someone would buy me Tiffany's. I still want Tiffany's. Someone P.O. box me Tiffany's. Getting back to Gal Gadot, though, because, you know, we all know that I am horrible at staying on task. Yeah, this outfit just is a no. It really it really is a no. I mean, it really I'm going to rate this and this is generous. No, I'm not going to be generous. I'm going to give her a 5 out of 10 like it is. I love her. She's a great role model. But it's just, it's all wrong. You know, the the jewelry really 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 and I really just put it over the edge. The jewelry was really. The jewelry sucked off at least three points. And I didn't notice it before. And now I do. And it really bothers me. But now we're going to go into honorable mentions. Spike Lee, uh, I, I, I mean, no words. Um, he's an honorable mention because he wore a. If you don't know what he wore, you can Google it. Or you can listen to me. He wore a yellow gold, like yellow, comma gold. Uh, tux, well, a yellow and purple tuxedo with LeBron James's numbers on the back with Nike sneakers. And I think that this is a really emotional tribute, as sadly, uh, a legend who really did so much for the world and really helped this messed up world as best as he could and he had so much more left you know i think kobe bryant not only i wasn't even into basketball and now but i still had a huge respect for him and it's so beyond tragic and i'm here for the bryant family i feel that the whole world is really mourning from this loss still it is a really sad loss. The world really needed him, and, you know, it's life. You know, you got it. You never know what happens, and that's why I feel everyone should just go home. Even if you don't like someone, you know, try and be nice to them next time you see them. Say a little hello in the hallway, because you never know what's going to happen next. You know, I say go home and hug your family members, hug your dog, hug your... Anything. Find something that you find gives you love and give it a hug and, you know, find your loved ones. Something that gives you someone, you know, not even something. I shouldn't have even said that. Someone or some. It doesn't even have to be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a pet. It could be the person across from you that you've never met before. And give them a huge hug and say, we're all here because we all are here for one another. And that's something that the world needs to learn is that we all live on this planet. Why spend it fighting when we could spend it being together? And, you know, nothing's perfect, but it certainly doesn't have to be as separated as it is. And Kobe Bryant, I feel, pulled us all together in some way or another. And it is beyond a tragic loss. So thank you, Spike Lee, for wearing this amazing tribute. It is not unrecognized by not only me, but by many, 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 many other people in the world. So for that being said, a moment of silence for Kobe Bryant. Next up we're going to get Peppy again, Peppy, Peppy again. We have the love Timothy Chalamet. And now, if you didn't listen to my last episode, which was all about my celebrity crushes, I don't have a cr- just to give you a little insight with my opinion with Timothy Chalamet. I love him. Okay? I love him. I love him. I love him. I have a dream of becoming his stylist or really becoming his intern. Because he does not need a stylist, and he definitely, 100%, I don't need to work for him. Uh, I need an internship next year for school. Not lying. Timothy may please be on my podcast, and please let me, like, look, like, be, like, your little, like, apprentice. You know, I need to learn about menswear. I don't know anything about menswear. So, to be honest, like, I can't really even, you know, you, you catch my drift. Yeah. So... I just want to be best friends with him, period. I just want to be BFFLs with him. I want him to be, like, an older brother figure for me because I love him. He's a gorgeous-looking guy, okay? But at the same time, you don't feel that way about your best friend. I mean, you could. That's why... I wouldn't want to be, like, I want him to be, like, that older brother, best friend type of guy. Not, like, older brother, actual older brother, because that's disgusting. I think that he's a gorgeous human being, and I don't believe in incest. No offense. Sorry, Alabama. But I, I can't say that. I literally can't say that on here. But, you know, oh, well. Um, so, basically, getting off of my rant about Timothy Chalamet. If you want more about it, you can listen to my last episode, and I can go into another episode. If you guys like, if you'd like me to do that, please tweet me or comment on my recent... I want another episode about Timothy Chalamet because I will give it to you. Don't you worry, children. Don't you worry, kiddos. So, he of course styled himself because who else would style Timothy Chalamet except for Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet doesn't have a stylist. That is the whole point as to why I would want to be his intern. Duh. Uh, but for this occasion, this one occasion, he needed one. Like, if there was any occasion that you could think that someone needed a stylist, it was now. This look, I mean, Timothy Chalamet can dress however he wants, and the media will still praise him for how amazing and gorgeous he looks because he's Timothy Chalamet. I mean, do I have to say more? No. But he wore a tracksuit. Yes, tracksuit by Prada, and there was the, his brooch on the tracksuit was a Cartier archive, and I don't know what the shoes were. Sorry about that. But. My opinion, okay, I love tracksuits. I wear tracksuits all the time. If I have to pick one loungewear, I love wearing sets and I love wearing tracksuits. I'm not the type that likes to dress really lazy. Even today, I was do running errands with my mom. We went to the container store. So exciting. And Whole Foods. And I didn't know what to wear because I just never wear sweatpants and stuff like that. Because I just... I don't know. I mean, if you love that, go you. I mean, I love sets. Like, if a sweatpant comes with, like, a matching shirt, I love that. But I didn't know what to wear. Like, I literally wore sweatpants and leggings because I just... I had no idea what to wear. And I love loungewear. You know, I love bougie loungewear. And I don't think there's anything bougier than a Prada tracksuit. But do I think this was the correct occasion for it? I don't really know. Timothy could do whatever he wants. You know, he is king of the king of fashion and the prince of fashion at the moment because he kills it. I mean, without a stylist and he dresses the way that he does is unreal and the connections and the relationships that he has with certain designers is impressive for a scrawny twenty year old twenty-four year old and for that reason being, I mean he can wear whatever he wants, but personally my opinion, was the tracksuit the way to go? No, I was looking forward to seeing what he was wearing. I was disappointed to find out that he wasn't at the Golden Globe. So when, of course, he was at the Oscars, I was so excited to see what he was wearing. I remember every single second. I kept googling, "What is Timothy Chalamet wearing?" Was Timothy Chalamet wearing? Was Timothy Chalamet wearing? Because he was not on the red carpet, or he was on the red carpet but he didn't get like interviewed. And once I found out. I was so disappointed. I mean, this kid went from wearing a Virgil Abolo beaded harness, you know, I'm going to say Virgil Abolo because it was from Louis Vuitton, but it was Virgil Abolo who designed it, to wearing a Prada tracksuit. Like, I mean, it's a little pedestrian. I mean, Prada could sell. Oh, I'm just, like, moving around my chair. Prada could sell that tracksuit, you know. We don't know if it's custom. We don't know if we're, you know, we can see the next dad, you know, jogging down the street, you know, roll like moseying on up, you know, you never know with that sweatband. Oh, oh my god. So, yeah, he went from wearing a hate a silk hater Ackerman suit to wearing a track suit. I mean, really, kid, like you, you know, you wore a bedazzled hoodie to the King premiere in the UK. I mean, that was. Iconic. I mean, if he pulled up in that hoodie, I would have been a little confused. You know, a little... Yeah. <laughs> I just made a joke in my head about TikTok, but I'm just addicted to the app. So, with that being said, the kid could do whatever he wants. But the inter- the internet was not too kind when it came to his outfit. <laughs> uh, Timothy has, a like, thick skin. You know, I think he honestly probably found it funny. I don't really think that... I mean, I don't know it personally. I wish I did. But... To say the least, it was the talk of the internet for the week. I mean, seriously, the amount of memes that were created from this one look, you know, everyone thought, everyone looked at this look at first and was like, what does this remind me of? And then once, like when I looked at this look, I was like, what does this remind me of? There was something about this look that I had seen before or not seen before on like a carpet, but I've seen it before. And then I turned to Twitter, and they answered my question. So, some of them, t- like, uh, to name a few, people thought that he looked like a security guard, a gas station manager, Sue Sylvester from Glee. I mean, I that, that one I started l- laughing on the floor. Like, I was like, oh my god. But the... One, I mean, I said he looked like a janitor. To me, he honestly did, but he l- looked like more. This one, to me, and not only to me, but this was the most popular opinion out of everyone. Because he had his hair all slicked back. Well, actually, no. I'm name two. So the two most popular th- like occupations that Timothy's uniform looked like, because I'm going to say uniform because that's what it looks like, were a mechanic, and a car valet person, and the reason being why I think he looks like a mechanic is because his hair is all slicked back, like, literally, like, grease, like, slicked back, which looks so good, he looks so sexy like that, yes, I've said it, he looks sexy like that, yet, oh my god, I just thought of a mean girl's quote, a mean girl's quote, oh, Aaron Samuel, like, Katie, don't you think his hair looks sexy, punch back, okay, you, only get that if you are a real Mean Girls fangirl, and that's me. I love that movie. Uh, Getting back to this, this episode's all over the place. I'm really disappointed with the way it came out, but, you know, what do I know? To be quite honest, you signed up for this mess. I didn't. So, uh, yeah, people thought that he looked like a mechanic, but this one was actually the one that really got me. He looks like a car valet guy. Like, you pull up to a restaurant, you pull up to Amy's Bat Mitzvah, And you see that guy who's going to take your parents' car and go, you know, put it away, I guess. And someone tweeted that, um, someone tweeted this, and I actually died on the floor, high key, that this is so insulted, Uh, it's so insulting, I know Timothy Chalamet is not nominated, but it is wrong to make him do valet parking, and I, excuse me, died, I have like the hiccups, I died. I thought that was so funny. I don't know why I did. But, you know, honestly, he's king. Like, literally, no pun intended. He is the king, you know. So he if he wants to pull up on the red carpet in a tracksuit, by all means do it. But all I know is, Timothy, can we please go running together? I would really appreciate it. Haha, jokes. Haha, wasn't that funny. Next person. Christian Wig. Now, this one was controversial. Not the way that you think. But this dress also got me thinking, what does this remind me of? And some people said one thing, and I thought of another. So, she was styled by Eric Lana. I don't know, I'm sorry. And her dress was by Valentino, and her shoes are Louboutins. And my opinions, when I googled Christian Wig designer for Oscars 2020, I got a couple links. That said, that she looked like lasagna. And I could see that, you know, the ruffles on the edges like noodles. You know, they look like noodles and whatnot. And yeah, it really does. I see that. But it didn't remind me of lasagna. It reminded me of something more menstrual. And by menstrual, I mean a woman's period. Okay. Yes, I went there. I went there. I don't even know if I could say that, but it did. It reminds me of, like, a pad. Like, it really does. That sounds horrible, and I probably can't even say that, but it really does. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's because it's red. I really don't know. All I know is is that she's living for it, and it is a work of art. It really does look like a work of art, and Valentino did an amazing job with it, and I love Valentino, one of my favorite designers, once again. She wore Louboutin shoes, and honestly, I wouldn't have paired those with those. Why? Because... Louboutin shoes are shoes that are meant to be seen and not to be talked about, if that makes sense. And, yes, they're meant to be talked about. They're meant to be spoken about. Oh, I'm wearing Loubies, But I don't think they got – they deserve more justice than that. They didn't get the recognition that Louboutins deserve. You know, she's already wearing a red dress that, like, Louboutin, I feel like, put it over. I mean, I'm looking at this picture. It looks like she can't even move in it, to be quite honest. And uh, the shoes, you know, I don't even see the red back. And that's the whole point of a Louis Vuitton is so you see the red. And I feel that Louis Vuittons were kind of wasted on this look. I feel as like she could have worn a Jimmy Choo. I feel it would have been a better, a better route by far. But beige was a good route. You know, beige was a good color for this dress and I love how she wore gloves but with the gloves it's a little much. I love gloves and I'm happy people are starting to bring those back now apparently but I think that it was 110% a little it was a little You know, it's a little much. The dress is already a work of art and I think that with the gloves it puts it over the top I love the sides side boob is apparently in under boob as well I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. And um, I like how Valentino did the sheer on the sides for that. It really it really does. It looks good because it's also like, I hate when, like, for example, JLo, she's gorgeous, you know, and, uh, you know, Shakira. But uh, I think that it's a little much when... You know, it looks like... I hate when you're, like, looking at someone and your eyes go straight for the midsection for her chest. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. And, you know, I hate also when you're watching it and you're, like, wondering, like, when is that going to come out? Like, seriously, when is that... When is that, um... When is her boob going to pop out? Because it looks like it's going to at any second... And that's why I like the shears, because I feel like it's a little bit more, like, protected and, you know, wardrobe malfunctions-wise. But, yeah, I mean, it's a work of art. Joey King's dress from the Golden Globes was a work of art, but this work of art's a little different. It looks good in pictures, but I bet that she looks, like, kind of, like, cardboard when she walks, because she can't walk. I mean, I'm looking at this. It looks like she cannot walk. I would love to see videos of her trying to walk in this dress. I gave this a six point five out of ten and that's generous. Honestly, I'm gonna give it a five. It's cool. I get the concept. It makes me uncomfortable for some odd reason. And it's a work of art. I love looks that are meant you know, that are art. That's why I love the Met Gala. I think the Met Gala is my favorite fashion event of the year. And the reason why is because I feel that fashion is not just about the clothing it's about the art and fashion i feel gets lost when people think of art they think of paintings they think of sculptures but fashion is also it's wearable art you know people collect art people collect judith lieber bags you know judith lieber bags are work works of art you know some garments are works of art this dress is a work of art a lot of those Met MacGal- out... Janelle Monet's, going back to that, Janelle Monet's dress by Christian Siriano, work of art, you know? And I feel that fashion really gets lost and gets it it gets its own category, sure. But fashion is an art form and there are dresses like Christian Wiggs and Joey King's and Janelle Monet's that and even Cynthia uh, Cynthia I can't pronounce, I have to look at her name, Erivo, Erivo, I can't pronounce, I can't pronounce, I can't pronounce, and eh, I want to cry, um, dresses that are works of art, they are, they belong in museums, you know, the Met, a bunch of other museums have started to broaden and start to, well, the Met has always had a fashion exhibit, but I feel that more museums are starting to expand and give fashion exhibits, which is great, because, Fashion is so overlooked and it's looked at just like, oh, you shop, you buy, you just spend a lot of money on clothing. No, you could spend a lot of money on art and hang it up and it's like, wow, it's praised. But you spend a lot of money on fashion and it's like, wow, what a waste. And I don't agree with that. I don't. And that's. A big misconception about fashion that really, really gets me so angry is that it is an art form. You could... A dress is like a sculpture. It sculpts the body in a woman's body, or a man's, or a man's, and it's... It is great, you know? It's so frustrating, and that's why Christian Wig's dress and a bunch of others are healthy... Not healthy, but good reminders that fashion is art, and sometimes... People forget about that. Does that make sense? I hope so. Getting to my second-to-last person of the night, we have Scarlett Joe Hansen. The designer was Oscar de la Renta. Obsessed with Oscar de la Renta. I'm not obsessed with this look. I could not find her stylist either. Uh, her shoes were not discussed, and her bling-bling was from Forevermark. Oh, Christian Wiggs bling was not discussed either. Oh, did I say Oh my god, I'm going out of order. So Timothy Chalamet's brooch also was a Cartier archive, just to say, just to say and also the brooch made it even more look like if it if there was no brooch, it would honestly look more like a janitor and a mechanic, but the fact that there is a brooch, it borders on valet guy. Also with the gelled back hair for Timothy Chalamet, valet guy. Now getting back to Scarlet Joe, Uh, she's gorgeous. She's a gorgeous looking woman, but it's basic. I've seen it before. Zendaya did the corset look for the Emmys 2019. And honestly, I live for Zendaya's look. But now that everyone's catching on to that, it's not special anymore. You know, every bat mitzvah girl started the trend, by the way, with the corset. Every girl's dress has a corset inside of it. Sorry, not sorry. But I wanted one of those dresses that had the corset in the back, but I couldn't find one that I liked. So I went with mine instead and I liked it. And then it turned out that every single person had it, but we're not getting onto that. We're on about Scarlett Johansson right now. So I love Oscar Renta. I'm a huge fan. I actually, my grandmother gave me a vintage pair of Oscar Renta pumps, and I wear them sometimes. I can't wear them for a long time because they're very, very uncomfortable. But because they're so like they're like three sizes too small. But I, you know, suffer for fashion. Beauty is pain, as they say. Uh, I don't like the neckline. It makes her boobs... It doesn't fit her chest at all. You know, in drag, you know, some men wear, you know, breastplates, which are fake breasts, or they have, like, some sort of fake breasts, and some others paint on breasts and give, like, the illusion, and, oh my god, it's so weird when they do... I mean, not weird, it's so amazing when they do that because it looks so lifelike, but they're really two-dimensional, not three-dimensional... And they'll wear maybe a dress that has, like, a chest that's, like... Like, a lot of the dresses have boning in them for drag. So maybe the chest is, like, bigger than their actual chest size. So they don't look flat-chested. And they do this illusion to make it look like it's... You know, they actually have something there. When really they have nothing. And it moves around while they move. You have to really see it in order to understand what I'm talking about. And that's what this looks like on Scarlet Joe. It looks... Like, she's either spilling out or, like, there's nothing there and it's all fake. Um, I don't like the color. I mean, every dress that I've picked out has some sort of color, bold color in it. And, you know, it's 2020. We're not back in the minimalist era of 2011. We are in 2020 where colors are happiness. And, you know, why we got to do space gray or taupe. You know, I mean, I love the train, but I'm not a huge fan. I don't like how the bodice drapes over the corset, kind of. It's like, I don't, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. I'm sorry, not sorry. Um, But Notino Shade Zendaya did the corset first. So there is that. So for that reason being, it's a 6 out of 10. And my last but not least, you guys are probably like, thank the Lord Jesus Christ, she is done. Um, We have Margot Robbie as our last one. And I'm going to start off with giving the rate, which is a 4 out of 10. It is so pedestrian. For Chanel, really, she's dressed by Katie Young. And the dress is Chanel, Carl which we, again, should give a moment of silence. Because he is not only a humongous legend of his own brand, but he took over Chanel. He is just every fashion person's grandpa, basically. He's the grandfather of fashion. And he is just such an icon. And, yeah. But she's wearing Chanel head to toe. I couldn't find the shoes, so I'm I'm assuming they're Chanel. And I love the sleeves. I love the bows. She looks amazing, as per usual. I mean, hello, she's blonde, gorgeous, yada, yada. Uh, but the dress is so pedestrian-looking. If you take off the brooch, I'm pretty sure I've seen it on Prom Girl. It's a bridesmaid's dress. It literally looks like a bridesmaid's dress. Oh, my God. It's been reminding me of some sort of dress, and I'm so beyond glad that now that I found it and figured out that it is looks like a bridesmaid dress. If you take away that distracting brooch, it looks like a bridesmaid dress. Again, navy. I mean, navy looks great with her. The red lip looks great. She's gorgeous. Yeah, but the middle is just so weird. It's so not my taste, but I do love the sleeves. I do love, like, the bow sleeves. I think that's cool. It flows really well, but it looks like a bridesmaids dress, and it's so pedestrian, and for that reason, it's four out of ten. You know, this is a platform for fashion to show things that aren't so basic and every single dress that I've picked even if I don't like it, like Scarlet Joes isn't basic you know, at least there's some sort of, sort of originality in it but this, if you take away that distracting little I don't even know what to call it it is 110% pedestrian and I'm, therefore I'm not here for it but overall, I want you to tweet me or comment on my recent what was your favorite look of the, red mo- of, the, of the red carpet for the Oscars 2020? And you know what? We're actually going to open it even broader. What was your favorite red carpet look, period? And it can also be from the MacGala. I don't, you know, type guess. Or just comment your favorite look, period. If you've ever seen someone look on, you know, with the, uh, a celebrity with uh, a look on the street that you really, really identified with and you loved it so much, tweet it at me. I'd love to know your opinion. And I think that that would be really, really cool. But again, as long as the celebrity, as long as the client is feeling themselves and feels 100% satisfied with the way that they look, I'm happy with it, you know? So for that reason, there's that. But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode because I want to do many, many more like this. Honestly, it probably came out really horribly in my head, but I hope you guys enjoyed and don't forget, I'm always here if you guys need me. And I can't wait to see what else is gonna where this is gonna take us. Cause again, I cannot be any more blessed and happy with the way that you guys have been receiving my message. And I'm just so freaking excited. So get ready for more content, cause I'll never forget about you guys ever. And I will never half-ass anything, and I will only put out things that I'm proud of. And even though I may not be happy with the way that this episode had come out, which again, who knows? Uh You know, I'll still give it to you guys because I still feel proud of the research that I did. I did the best that I could with what I had and there's that. So I love you guys so much. M-Time is out. Stay tuned for my next episode which I don't know when that's going to be, but we'll figure it out together. It's you and me, kids. Let's do this. Love you all. M-Time is out and don't forget, fashionista, how do you look? As you can see, I'm not a singer. Oopsies.